Okay, so, so now in Bulvavi he's going to sort of move on a little bit from just the general discussion, again, of, of, of reminding ourselves of Amuna in big events, small events. And now he's, it's interesting, he's going to take a little bit of a different angle and show how this Avaida not only, um, you know, not only helps with Amuna Bitachin, you know, but it also helps dealing with some of the more negative sides of our personality. You know, it's always a big, it's a big cloud to know that, you know, there's, there's always, there's two sides to who we are, right? There's the, there's a part of ourselves which is, you know, Shabbistic, you know, and then there's the part of ourselves which is uh, not Shabbistic, right, a little bit low. And so there's always, there's always two approaches in Yiddishkeit about how to deal with the low part of who a person is, right? The negative midas, you know, destructive habits, whatever. So there's always one approach, which is attacking the enemy head-on and uh, dealing with it. That's pretty much the Mahalach of Musr. Focus in on, on the chasarin and try to do the best you can to uh, fix it. The other approach, which is more the way of chasidus, is um, it's retreating to higher ground. That's the famous uh, mashal that the Balatanya said he heard from Baal Shem, that you know, sometimes there's an army that is being attacked by a larger army, and so the strategy, they don't, they don't have the kaychas to face the enemy head on. So they, what they do is they do something which looks like they're retreating. But in truth, they're just retreating to a, a better strategic position. And from that higher position, they'll be able to attack because they know the terrain better than the enemy that's attacking them. So Balshanta said this the same thing, that sometimes, you know, sometimes negative midas, we don't necessarily have the kaych to uh, face head on. So the, rather, the approach is to somehow connect ourselves to the Shabbos part of who we are, you know, and, and use that as a way of, of uh, dealing and mitigating and softening and conquering enemy territory. Just putting yourself in a better, in a better position. So that's the same thing what he's going to do right now. In other words, until now we've been talking about, you know, the Indian of Amunah Bitochen in terms of, like, just ideal, bringing a person to Amunah. But now he's, we're going to see how that can be used to uh, handle the part of ourselves which is maybe not so, not so holy. So if you take a look at Pis Kuvches on page Pei Aleph, it says like this, L'achashu b'irarnu keitzar adamashash b'kirvay es amunah hapshuta v'atahir b'anogas Hashem Yisbarach. So after we explained the different strategies of how a person, you know, uh, uh, inculcates within oneself, really absorbs the union of simple and pure amunah in Hashem, and being created, created by Hashem, being guided by Hashem, everything we've been talking about. So Atanira, so now let's see Ketza Kviyas Amuna Zu, Believe Ashladam, how this Amuna in a person's heart, Tzichulahachlish Esmidas Kasai, has the way not only bring a person to Amuna, but also weakening a negative trait that a person might have, which is the Midah of anger, of Kas in particular. This could be true with many Midas, but, but Kas in particular for sure. So he says like this, Ube'emes, Shemidah Sakas, who kanamidal Adam. So, uh, you know, Kas, in a certain sense, could be seen as a measuring stick, as a litmus test within a person. Shal Yodai Nitin Livdaik, Ad Kama Kan Adam, Es Hamuna, Vashgachasya Pratish Al Baris Shmai. In a certain sense, one's Mid of Kas can be seen as a simon of how much Amuna and how much Bitach and how much Ashkacha Pratis does a person really, did the person really absorb? And obviously, it's going to be relative because a person that was given naturally a huge, you know, percentage of, uh, you know, huge uh, measure of Kas, you know, so him not losing it constantly might be a huge 
simon of him having a moon of bitachin. You know, obviously it's, it's all relative to the person himself, right? Because of the khir that the person has, exactly. So it's impossible to judge one person to the next. That's always, you know, you see a guy that is like, is just a nervous person and, you know, and maybe, maybe kas also. So you think, okay, what type of, you know, he doesn't have a moon, he doesn't have bitachin. Yeah, it could be this person, uh, you know, without the moon of bitachin that he has, <laughs> mamish is a, a mess, you know, mamish a mess. And now he's at least functional. You know, that's a huge madrega. So, you know, it's easy to say if you don't have a huge measure of kas, to say that, oh, any time a person loses his temper means he's not a mammon. So it's always a matter of within yourself. You know, you can't really judge anyone else anyway, nor should you. But kas could be within oneself is a pretty good measure in terms of how much a a person has absorbed. The more a person really acquires, uh, you know, madrigas of amuna. That also, that also weakens the cast of a person. <clears throat> now, obviously, there, there are certain moments which, you know, a person is triggered and then, you know, like the amuna, like leaves, you know? And then you're back to who you were when you were 15, you know? So that, that does happen. But but there are klal with time and sort of taking a, you know, more of like a baseball approach and just having like the, you know, your, you know the the... Your average, like over the, the whole season, you know what I'm saying? To see, like, but there are my cost is getting better, you know? That's, and then you get to the, each, each moment is hard to tell because you never know. Some times you're overcome with something, but there The farther a person is from real Amuna, so usually that's, that's, uh, that's in measure of how much of a temper the person has. So he says, obviously, Obviously, like I said before, this depends on a person's nature. So some people naturally have more anger than others, obviously. Some people are closer to anger, some people less. So, but within whatever your measure is, Amunah is going to be a pretty good litmus test in where you're holding. Therefore, So if verse wants to know and to test to see if one's avayda is really producing... Uh, in this world of, of conquering one's, uh, really, you know, inculcating one's consciousness to the point of where it sort of conquers and overtakes one's nefesh of Bahamas. Has a muna really taken, you know, hold and creating paths in one's heart? So one of the one of the ways to test this is to test one's anger. It doesn't mean like, you know, to, you know, to literally test it, but you know, to see what, what's going on when, uh, you know, n- things happen that you don't particularly like, what's your reaction? No, if, if there's no effect at all, right? And your anger is the same as, uh, as it was before. Then you haven't really acquired it yet, right? So then the person has to uh, double down on their efforts, you know? They have to uh, exercise more because... It, 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 there's no such thing as a year that's, that doesn't have the tools to acquire Muna. That's not, that's not a possibility. It's just a matter of putting in more, more effort, right? It's not like uh, there's certain things in this world that you can't buy if you don't have the money for it. There's no such thing as a Jew not being able to acquire Muna. That's impossible. So if a person's not acquiring a Muna, it's just because they're not, they're not pushing. <laughs> However, if the person sees B'derach Klal, you know, 
throughout the whole season, you know, that their, their numbers are getting better and, and there's improvement. So, yeah, so the person could know, that to that degree, that means I've been acquiring my amuna. That's a good thing. So he says, Let's give a little bit of an introduction. Before we begin, we begin to explain like how this process works, of the, the more moon and ashkacha pratis, the more automatically you know the cost diminishes. The ashrashas and the But let's uh, let's give one one yisaid. Yisaid musad who lechalt suras havaida hamitis. There's one yisaid that a person has to know when it comes to any real avaida. Who is as follows: suras avaida bechlal, v'tsuras avaida befrat. There's there's understanding what avaida is in general and what specifically it is for right now. What do I mean? So he says like this, in, when it comes to, let's say, anger that he's about to focus on for the next, uh, for the next little bit, pretty much almost take us, yeah, for the next few pages. So, the, the idea is, and this is, an, this is exactly what we're talking about, the way of the Baal Shem of retreating to higher ground, is that the, the way, at least, that he's going to present, let's say, fix anger and so on, is by introducing Hashem to the picture, Right? Again, there's always the approach of unrelated to God, but just like fixing yourself within yourself because like you're, 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 you're messing up your relationships, you're not happy. Now, there's a million reasons why a person should work on their temper just within this world, right? Like guys that, that have no connection to Rabbanu Shalom also know that it's not good to lose your temper. But that's not, that's not the approach that we're presenting over here. He's saying that we're presenting an approach where you bring the Rabbanu Shalom into the picture and then automatically... The, the anger is, is tempered and it uh, eventually is rectified. Kleimer, so he says like this, what do I mean? Kol mahalach mahalach when, it come, when it comes to avayda, Hashem, any, any midah a person has, that, not, that is like run amok, it's, it's gone crazy. So the idea is not only, again, to, to, to stop the, the, the damage, you know, but it's also to realign it, to perfect it, to bring it to where it's supposed to be. So you bring God into the into the fold. That's 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 a more direct way of, of rectifying these things, and it and it also feels um, it feels more spiritually satisfying. One of the reasons why why Musar, um, if, if not everyone feels uh, you know so attached to it, is partially, partially is because it doesn't it doesn't necessarily. Uh, again, for, not for everyone, but for many people, it doesn't feel spiritually satisfying, because you're, uh, because yes, I mean you're, you're the, the Musar, you know, um, vad or shmuz or, uh, you know, whatever it is that uh, that you're doing, uh, it's using a Mari chazal, and it's a Musar sefer that you're let's say reading, so it's obviously based on chazal and so on, but it's not really about the Rabbanu Shlaim. It's not really about the Rabbanu And that's not what it's trying to do. It's trying to fix the Nefesh Bahamas in the Nefesh Bahamas' domain, which is an amazing thing. But, but the problem is that the part of you that's a Nefesh kiss is not being triggered, it's not being exposed and, and expressed. And because of that, someone who's a little bit more inclined to the Nefesh kiss is going to be a little bit frustrated with that Avayit. It's a little bit less... It's not spiritually satisfying, like I said. So... You know, so therefore, this this approach is much more long term. So, like, it might not, you know, you know, retreating to higher ground is much more of a long term approach. But ultimately, for most yidden, probably in this generation, it's more spiritually satisfying to do that for whatever reason. 
um, you know, it used to be that Yidin were more just okay with focusing in on the Nefesh of Amis and fixing the animal side. But nowadays, it gets closer to Mashiach and so on, there's more of a need to, uh, to do a- anything that's avoided in Yiddishkeit. There's a, a, there's a strong inclination these days to, to need God to be a part of it, and if He's not a part of it, I'm, in, I'm disinterested. Which is hard on... Um, it, it's hard initially because it takes much more of a vaita to bring God into it, but long-term it's more... Long term is better, and it's more stable, and uh, you know it's it's a, it's a simon of, of something good. But that but that's the approach that he's saying we're bringing God into the picture, not to do not not just to do things because as a human being, if I don't work on this, I'll be I'm destructive like that. That's you well, know to bring Hashem. Isn't that proper way to do Musar with with not just Nefeshav Hamas with with Nefeshav close to with Nefesh and like when you're when you're doing uh, learning about Jesus, it's not just about getting the rigid. I need to be fat. It's just like why do I need to be fat? Like same way you go through the Nachshavas, like you're doing here about Kass, about about Jesus and Musa. Well, first of all, you're a chassid, so you know what I'm saying. So, so it's not you know, uh, but it, it is true. Obviously, even in in the Moshe's farm, it's all going back to because it says the Rambam wants it to be Zars. So it goes back to that. But but the question is. There's, there's, there's the why I'm doing this, and there, you know, there's, there's the why I have to be a czarist, but then there's like, okay, so how am I actually going to become a czarist? So the why of why I should be a czarist, everyone agrees is because the Rabbanu Shalom wants me to be a czarist, do mitzvahs. The question is, okay, now that I have that as my reason, but now what's the actual, what's, what's the actual exercise in order to bring out Zrizis or to push away laziness? That's where... The, the path is paths divide, right? In the in the classic Musser way, the actual again the reason is why I'm sitting down to the Musser Sefer is obviously because of this Hashem, it's because of the Rabbanu Shalom. But okay, but now that I'm sitting down to it, what am I trying to do? I'm just trying to figure, you know, to 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 get myself to realize how destructive this nature is within me, and figuring out ways how to convince myself to do otherwise or, or whatever to retrain myself. But it's but the motivation is Rabbanu Shalom, but what I'm doing is very much within the Nefesh of Bahamas' world. Chesidus is not only the reason the Rabbanu Shalom, but that's also the way in which I'm fixing myself. It's a different approach. Possibly, I think in Musa maybe, it places the person within the context of that fight, meaning that it, 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 it drives home to a person and to a person's consciousness that they are at the center of that battle, where in Chesidus it really brings you above it. Like it tell, tells you that you're not really shy to it, but you fell into it for whatever reason, but you really, you know, if, if you could uh, tap into your divine mm-hmm. spark, then you're really above that. You know? that's, that's the irony of Sefer Tanya, because Tanya, you know, especially by Chabad, is like the Tarsh of Chesav of Chesidus, right? right? It's the, but if you think of that, like if you didn't know anything about the Baal Shem, about Chesidus, whatever, and you learned Sefer Tanya, you'd think oh, this was Musr, right? right? If you learned Nefesh Chaim, which is all about, you know, Nefesh Chaim, like three quarters of Nefesh Chaim is quoting Zarah that's what Nefesh Chaim is. So that's why in the yeshivas they only learn that parak. They'll tell you it's because everything else is not for... It's really because they can't read anything. The other parts of it, it's all it's all Kabbal, it's all Kisveri. So it's interesting. So Nefesh Tanya is all about Melchem HaSayetzer. Nefesh Chaim is all about Kisveri. It's a little bit of an hapichu. Okay, that's part of it. But, but, but you do see within Sefer Tanya that, yeah, ultimately it's about engaging in that battle. But the question is, again, strategy-wise, how do I engage in that battle? 
So in Chassidus, the approach is you're connected to somewhere so high, you know, you're not actually escaping. You're not actually retreating. Again, you're, you're going, you're, you're putting yourself in a better strategic position to then engage in the battle. So it's all, it's all about the battle. It's all about the battle. It's a matter of, you know, from what, from what vantage point are you sitting in? You know, are you... Right, the hill. If you're if you connect above, you don't fall below. That's the that's, that's side. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what he's saying over here. So again, in the middle of those one more minute. So, Nachmal, Klaimer, Kol Mahalach Malach Shalvayda. Again, whenever a person is doing Avayda Hashem, Tikan Adav Ramadas Adarach Yosha, the fixing of the Indian. Again, not just the motivation, but how you're actually fixing it. You bring God into it. That, that's, that's, that's the actual remedy. As I call Khan, right? Like, if I'm here, everything is here. If you give a good, clear picture of Hashem in, in you know, within the Mahalach of what you're involved in, automatically it'll be fixed, right? It's, it's, I've mentioned this before. Wherever God is, that place blossoms, that place is rectified. So the avoid is not to fix the place, but bring God there, and he'll take care of it. I mean, it's just, you know, it'll, it'll happen on its own. The, the work is much less. Just bring, bring God there, and just sit back, you know, and, and enjoy the payers, right? If the Rebunisham is found, the Rebunisham is everywhere, but we understand if you bring out his presence, in any particular media within yourself, uh, in an environment, automatically there's no evil, there's no chesarn. And everything is fixed and, and, and perfected. So all the avayda that a person has, by the way, this is true in Gashmias too, right? What's proud a person is having a difficulty in, in, in Bani Chaim Zaini? It's because the Rabbanu is not there. If the Rabbanu is there, of course the place blossoms. So the Iker Avoida is to bring the Rabbanish from these places and everything else will take care of itself. How do you do this? It doesn't, doesn't mean not to go to work. But again, you bring the Rabbanish Shalom into those places, <coughs> automatically you'll see Paris, right? You bring God in that place in the right way, in a, in a healthy way, and Paris will come. Okay, so Hashem, tomorrow we'll see, he'll, he'll move. How, how, do we do, how do we take God and put him into Kas? Right? And then Kas goes away. That'll be the... The exercise. Okay. Is that